0: I'm Willow Aster, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with New York Times bestselling author, Layla Attar. We discuss meme communication, food, oh my goodness, I wanna taste her cooking so bad, and she gives great advice for all writers out there. Good morning, Layla. Good morning, Willow, how are you? I'm doing really well, how are you? I'm great. It's um, Labor
1: Day weekend, and we are just in the middle of uh, driving. Well, not today, but we're preparing to take our son back to college. So lots of
0: cooking, lots of packing. It's kind of a bittersweet time, isn't it? But this is like his fourth year, so okay,
1: enough. Now it's time for you to head back, you know?
0: (laughs) time for summer to be over
1: (laughs) my goodness i'm a summer child i was born in east africa so really the winters are still foreign to me we've been here for so many years but i still struggle with winter so i'm wine wine.
0: are you in canada now so
1: we're in toronto we've been here for about 33
0: years. So, yeah, you should be used to it, exactly how I should be used to Minnesota winters, and I still am not there. That's I'm so excited to be talking with you. I've wanted to meet you for such a long time.
1: You know, I feel like I kind of sort of know you because you... You get a feel for someone online, just, you know, what they're learning. And also because it's like six degrees of separation. So like, <laughs> right. I met um, Kate Stewart in Pittsburgh, yes. and you guys were roomies. And so, you know, when we met up, we were like, oh, Willow. And, you know, so I'm thinking, I'm this close.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was going to say that, too. Like, I've been so jealous of a couple of my friends who have met you and I still have not, and I feel like that's just wrong. need to fix that. We do. So what have you been up to this morning?
1: I've been cooking. I'm one of those moms that wants to fill my kids' fridge with food. That'll last him like two uh, weeks. Yes. So I've got a going on the stove. And, um, What's going and, on the stove? Well, so all, his favorite dish is basically whatever he wants to eat. So he loves chili and he wants spaghetti with that. And, he, and then I'm making some Indian dishes like a biryani. Mm. And then there's like meatball curry. And then there's cassava and coconut curry. So, yeah, I think he'll be set for a while.
0: (laughs) You are just answering one of the questions I had for you because your book just came out in the last month or so and the food in it is so decadent. And it made me wonder if you cook like that. I enjoy cooking. I love cooking when I have time.
1: You know, like the everyday when you come home from work and you're rushing and you just want to get a meal on the table. That's a different kind of cooking. Yeah. When you have an easy afternoon, you know, when you have time to kind of simmer food and cut it and really be present. Mm -hmm. That's what I love. And I think... You know, that's, those are the dishes that kind of you just really savor. Not the everyday usual go-to. Come on, let's get it done.
0: What are some of your favorite things to cook?
1: So, like, I have a few dishes that kind of, like, depending on what mood I'm in, whether I'm looking for comfort food or something new or exotic. But I always end up with, like, a chicken breast. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. my favorite. <laughs> and so last week I made this... Um, like pan seared chicken in red wine and and fig jam sauce. And it's so easy and you just throw it on the pan and it kind of cooks itself. So it's really easy, but for the flavor you get, delicious.
0: Yum, that sounds so good. So let's talk about your latest book. I know the T is not pronounced, but I... It's hard for me not to, once I saw that in print, it was like, oh, I just want to say moti, and I know it's not right. It's
1: it's moti, and it's hard to say because it's, it's, you know, a Hindi word, and then a lot of times the inflections are different with different languages. Mm -hmm. I just love that... um, you know, it can mean different things, just a slight inflection.
0: That cracks me up. <laughs> you know? So, how so, do you say it for it to be fatty or chubby? <laughs> you say moti, like a t shirt. Moti.
1: <laughs> moti, it's like a pearl. So, you have to say
0: it with me. Say moti. Moti. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a fun read and something different. From you and I loved that you went for that. How did it feel to do comedy instead of the suspense or the angst-driven romance? I mean, there's still angst in there, but there's so much humor throughout.
1: Yeah, it's first of all, thank you so much for reading. Um, yeah, I really loved kind of stretching out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. because I think that as writers. Um, there are so many characters that kind of float in and out of our heads and you want to explore them and you want to take the time to get to know and, you know, do things. And with Moti, it was, you know, when you have all these ideas in your head and you're trying to figure out what it is that you want to write next, all of them, all the characters are like almost like politely lined up and there's Moti and she's just waving her hands up and down and just yelling hey look at me look at me and she's so quirky and so endearing and my readers have been really amazing and very you know gracious about allowing me to explore something different so i i really enjoyed that part
0: it's one of the things i really love about your writing because i feel like you do that with every book you take chances and write something Different than the last one, which isn't the always popular thing to do. Although you've done so well, but it's very brave because a lot of people want sort of the same thing from an author. They know what they're going to get, and I love that with you. We don't know what we're going to get. It's always going to be something fresh and fun, even if it's crazy. It's not the smartest thing
1: to do as a writer because right. you
0: want to kind of have a brand and
1: go out there and, you know, like people know what to expect from you. So I feel like in that sense, I fail because no I write um, the things that speak to me, that excite me, that mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy writing as well.
0: Well, there are readers out there that love that. So I think stay true to yourself. I try. I try. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, with, with every release, you learn things and you learn you know, not just about how to be a better writer, but you learn things about the market, you learn things. About, and I am really, really bad with that aspect of it. And so this was a challenge for me, this latest release, because my audience is, is more of that angsty kind of intense mm-hmm. needs. And so this was, uh, this was different, but it also brought me a lot of readers that wouldn't normally pick
0: up my books this book makes me want to watch two movies again that I love can you guess which ones <laughs> that's a hard uh, question
1: <laughs> well, my book's at wedding
0: um yes and it made me want to watch like water for chocolate oh yes <laughs> <laughs> and the hundred foot journey okay, that one I haven't watched oh so. you must you must watch it Soon, I've noted that down. Please. I have to
1: write things down. I forget. I have the attention span of a turtle. Like
0: <laughs> so tell me about your writing process.
1: From the first time I get an idea to writing or just like everyday writing? Both. Um, so once I'm done with the book, usually I, I will have... I don't really know which direction I'm going to go in next. I just clean the slate and... Mm-hmm. Start like not just start, but like even while you are writing your your book, you have ideas coming in and floating in and out of your head, and things that kind of spark interest and all those things. You kind of um, let them simmer, and then whichever one gathers the most momentum and it kind of sparks the most excitement, that's the one I'll usually um, start paying more attention to, and then it kind of feeds, uh, you know to itself kind of it, it draws things mm-hmm. and I will usually have the beginning, a couple of scenes in the middle and then the ending and I don't really know how I'm going to get from part a to part b so that's the that's the scary part and that's the part <laughs> where you hope that the creativity will kick in yes and you know carry you through to that part but yeah that's that's pretty much how I wish I wish I could do the outline chapter by chapter and then mm-hmm. just follow that because I think that would make my life so much easier and then I think I would write faster too yes <laughs> but I you know I, I tried that with uh, Moti and I tried that with Miss of the Serengeti and I, I spent like four weeks just trying to come up with an outline but then when I sat down and wrote chapter one, well there it just started flowing so I mm-hmm. figured it's not I can't force myself to work a certain way, even though it makes more sense, you know. Right. Um, and, then, and then just sitting down writing, I usually will do my best writing in the morning. So I have a day job and it's five, uh, six days a week, five and a half. And so that takes up most of my time. So I try to get my writing done in the morning, uh, about two hours every day. And then take it from there sometimes. And usually my, my first draft is it. <laughs> it's like excruciatingly slow, but mm. it comes out exactly as it is. And that, you know, 95%, it's pretty much done when I type the end.
0: The line, sometimes you don't know what you're missing until you find it. I loved that. It made me wonder what you've found that you didn't know you were missing there are
1: so many things i mean anything that expands your awareness mm-hmm. whether it's of, the world, of yourself of other people whether it's seeing uh, a new place or eating new, you know food or even conflict you know um anything that helps you grow and you learn from that what you like and what you don't like because mm-hmm. there are things that we haven't experienced, there are things we haven't seen, we haven't tasted. And um, you know when you find the things that resonate with you and you collect them you create a world that you can love whether it's thoughts or books or songs or people or
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: the chair you sit on or what you use to cook, you
0: know. Yeah. It
1: does uh, all play into who you are and and your sense of well-being and happiness overall.
0: I love that. This book has so many rich characters. How do you keep it all going when everything else is, I would imagine, so busy full-time working?
1: That's why I mean, it takes me ages to get a book out. This is Moti was like it took me two and a half years since my last release. <laughs> yeah my time has to be very carefully carved out. I have to be very disciplined about getting up in the mornings and writing. Otherwise, if I don't do that, um, and you know, some mornings are like that, somewhere it's like, oh my god, I just can't get up.
0: Eventually,
1: yeah, you know, you you get to it. And this is why it's really hard for me to ever think about traditional publishing, because I would have like major deadlines.
0: Does your family know you write these fabulous books? Do they read your books? Or is it Uh, a well-kept secret?
1: One of the reasons that I started writing was because actually was like in my 40s and (laughs) it was at the lowest point in my life. I wanted to kind of explore who I was outside of all the labels, outside of being a daughter, a wife, a mother. Um, I use a pen name. So this was like without my name, without my face. Who am I? Mm-hmm. But because of that, um, I haven't shared with my friends and family, not because I don't want them to be a part of it, but because I just want to know what I can do on my own without without their support, without their love, because I know they would, they would rush out and buy my books. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't told all of my family, but my in-laws lived with us for about five years. And so the funniest part was when I had a huge book uh, order coming in, and um, it was addressed to Leila Attar, and they turned it away and said, no, you know, there's <laughs>
0: nobody by that name here. <laughs> That's great. Do you have any advice for new writers out there? The biggest piece of advice that is, is not
1: to be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. I think, like for myself, when I wrote my first novel, which was 53 Letters for My Lover, I had what I would call um, beginner's bliss. You know, I just wrote the story and when I submitted it, because at the time I was looking for an agent and I submitted it at the query letter and I was rejected about uh, 73 times and I have a company which is Pitch 73 because after 73 pitches is when I decided to go publish um my first novel and I've never looked back since. So when you think oh my goodness, I failed, use that failure. Use that failure to really learn from and say, okay, if it is something that you can improve on, if you can use
0: it to improve your craft, Mm -hmm. just keep going. That's good advice. Let's do a fast five. I will ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you say soda or pop? Or what? I say pop. Last five-star book you read. It was called uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Cool. I'm writing
1: it down. Show you're binge-watching. Right now, The Office. My son is home, and that is his favorite show, so that's what we're doing right now.
0: <laughs> My son is obsessed with it, too, so I, I keep seeing the same bits over <laughs> and over again.
1: true. It's true. Like, and- He will send me, he communicates with me when he's away. He doesn't ever text or message anything. He sends me memes. He sends me office memes. And I've grown very good at figuring out where he's at emotionally.
0: That's (laughs) hilarious. What is your go-to snack?
1: I'm really not much of a snack person, but I would have to say just Nutella. Nutella, open the jar, stick my finger in there, and that's it. Mm, Got my fix for the day.
0: What is your favorite age? 40s. 40s were just
1: absolutely fabulous. I've loved every age, actually. I've loved being, apart from my teenage years, I've loved being a mom. I've loved being a wife. I've loved being, you know, a daughter. So I have to say every age has been great to me.
0: So I have to ask, will we ever see you at any signings? Yes, I certainly hope so. Um, That's the plan. So I think it's time for us to sing a song. No, like you cue the dogs howling in the back <laughs> All the better. I love it when the dogs sing. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. Anything for you? Let's, Aww, let's thank you. How about do you know? Because this is this is kind of tied in from this is the from the playlist And it's Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry, be happy. Love it. Love it? Yes. How do we
0: do that? Okay. okay. Don't worry, be happy <laughs> okay. now. No,
1: ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, no, 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 that's enough for me. I don't I want I like to- the whistling. <laughs> ooh, don't, ooh, don't worry. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That always sounded
0: like a ghost to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's was- singing. You've got a good voice. Oh, I don't
1: think so. It's good for the shower, but nowhere
0: else. <laughs> not true. Not true. <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending your morning with me.
1: Thank you for having me, and I'm sorry about the the audio cutting
0: off. I hope it works out. No, it's okay. We'll we'll work yeah. it out. You enjoy your week. How is Sir Winston? He is. He is right here in between, and he's been very playful this morning, so I thought he was going to be noisy, but he's settled down a little. He's
1: the cutest, and I just love that name. I think you Uh, should have him in a
0: book. I think that would be my next book boyfriend. He is in 5,331 miles. His story is in there for sure.
1: Okay, well, I have to pick that up because I'm about 30% right now through true love story and oh my goodness Ian <laughs> jumps off the page and i'm i'm just loving the slow burn between him and sparrow uh, and i'm kicking myself we're not picking it up uh, sooner. so
0: thank you for reading it i find
1: so much of a correlation between sparrow and moti and trying to please their parents
0: yep. And the klutziness as well.
1: And the, and the monologue, too, because they have, Caspero <laughs> has this thing, too, where she's talking and it's really funny what she her thought.
0: <laughs> oh, yay. Thank oh, you. Wonderful story. Wonderful. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right. You and too. Thanks again. Bye bye. Oh, Moti on the water. It is so good, and you won't regret it. Or is it Moti? Moti.